So I can get tired of cycling through the endless amounts of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles from skin and give you a youthful glow, but don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from OneSkin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. I've been using OneSkin for a little over a month, and I am actively seeing results. I love it. I love it. I've been using it, too, and I can confirm. After testing thousands Thousands of peptides they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is clinically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells, the main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. It's incredible. Unlike most skincare products on the market, OneSkin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. OneSkin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, uh, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code MOMDAD at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code MOMDAD. We only have one body, one skin. Age healthy with one skin. You mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. Your mom and dad. Time and it's like we don't even think about how ridiculous it is. We clap for ourselves. Clap for There's ourselves no one here. Just the way that we say it in sync is so corny. It's so dumb. You know what I mean? It's just so just like hey everyone, it's 1950. What are we doing, dude? I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> hey guy, what are we doing, man? Hey dude, what are we doing? We need to do another cover. <laughs> okay i have to tell you though family evan i am currently in the middle of um a situation mm. that i don't know i made a mistake okay oh, right before we started recording okay. i made a mistake i was on my instagram follow lift i was specifically looking for um this one instagram page i was yes. like i forgot the name of it but i know i follow them so I was scrolling through and in the midst of my scrolling, my finger hit the follow button and I unfollowed oh. a friend. And here's the thing. It's not like it's a good friend, but it's a good friend that I had a while ago yeah. that her and I haven't spoken in a long time. And the issue is this. If I push follow again, then she sees it. Then she thinks you had unfollowed I her for a while. When was the last time you talked time. to her? A while. Like years? Yeah, it's one of those friends that it's like, I love her so dearly. And now I feel bad even saying that like I haven't chatted with her in so long. Yeah. But she's just one of those relationships that like... Yeah, after a certain phase. You, you know, kinda... like really good friends kind of growing up and in high school. And then after yeah. college, we just kind of went our separate ways and haven't really stayed in communication. But I, I see her on Instagram and yeah. is definitely like, oh, like we'll DM every once in a while. But we haven't like spoken or seen each other. Yeah. <laughs> it feels very weird that I'm like, do I... Reach I, out. I, I just need to send her a message and just be like, hey, just FYI. 
I accidentally unfollowed you. So when I'm following you again now, but that feels weird too. Cause that also feels, does that feel sus to you? Well, there's, there's a couple things. I've done this before and I stress out every right. time. Well, here's, there's multiple problems here. First of all, you unfollowed her, so then you refollowed her. So now she thinks you hadn't been following her. I haven't refollowed her yet because okay. I'm stressing over this well, conundrum. If you refollow, yeah. Then it looks like you just followed her, which means that she goes, "Wait, has she unfollowed me for a long time?" That's what I'm saying. Did she unfollow me because we have beef that I'm unaware of? Exactly. Is this weird now, right? Then if you reach out and say, "Hey, just so, so you know, I accidentally hit the unfollow <laughs> button. I refollowed you. Love you." I'm here for your journey forever. Would never unfollow you. Ha ha ha. T T T. Right. T ha T ha T T T. He he. Right. If you do this, then you're reaching out to someone you haven't talked in a long time. Oh yeah. Here's the problem. Why are you on her profile randomly? Cause that's kind of weird. It's kind of like you're also then confessing to just like, scoping her profile randomly I don't think that's right, after but I, seven years or whatever. No, but I wasn't on her profile. I was on my follow list and I was scrolling and my finger hit the follow button. Oh. I was looking, I was trying to find a profile, that a specific profile that I forgot the name so the, of. Yeah, by the way, I hate that they do that. It, the fact that there's not like a, are you sure you want to unfollow yes. is, is jarring to me. Really? Yes. There's not a, are you sure you want to unfollow? No. Because so I've done that with the follow and I'm like... And then you're like, oh, jeez! I really hope they have a lot of followers because I do not want to accidentally follow them. You know what I mean? But also, same goes for the like. You know what I mean? You accidentally oh, like a photo, yeah. and you're just like, oh yeah, this is who's this person? And you click, well, you're just scrolling, all of a sudden you click, and you're like, click, oh, and then you undo it, hoping they don't see it. Well, that's the classic X move, right? Where you're We're like, or, or like the, who oh. you're trying to date to someone you're interested in, you're deep in their profile, Nothing and you accidentally hit a like. Then deep scrolling, and then hitting a like, like. November 2013 like that is wild I did that the other day but luckily it was like a famous person so they oh, never would they know but I had that still that moment of chill where I'm like oh I remember those times where I've hit that like button deep in the follow I've hit or in the profile follow accidentally and I've hit like with people that like I don't necessarily really like and I'm scrolling through oh, to no. like maybe think or I'm talking about them and I'm like oh yeah remember on that thing and we're deep in the thing going yeah oh, that was no. the moment that this and then I hit like and you're like oh, uh. <laughs> and they got like 400 followers so you're like you know they saw that shit you know what I mean that's worst case scenario I've done a couple of those before it's terrifying it's so devastating okay hold on we have to take a quick pause okay, but okay. I, I have I now I don't know so now I'm questioning myself okay, I'm I have questioning an idea. myself okay okay I, I'm grateful for an idea okay. um family so we have been trying to make a concentrated effort to spend more time outside get me off my phone you see the damage I'm doing my right gosh. now okay <laughs> uh and summer is the perfect time for that and we've been dreaming about putting together our perfect outdoor space in our backyard and the only place we will turn to is Article, okay? Article's curated catalog of outdoor furniture is here to help you do all your favorite things this summer. They've got everything you really need to make things your own, from outdoor sofas to dining sets to decor. Everything is gorgeous. I'm scoping the website hard right now for summer. Yes. Uh, and Article's flexible range of styles means you can do more with the space that you've got. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And thanks to their online-only model, they have amazing prices as well. Also, Article's 
Michael's uh, pieces are high quality. The pieces that we've had for over the years uh, are still in such amazing shape. Mm-hmm. And Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they uh, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time, and they'll send you the updates every step of the way. You got to check out their website and browse seriously. Like Evan was saying, so many good pieces mm. right now. Okay, their pieces are gorgeous. Article is offering our listeners fifty dollars off your first purchase of a hundred dollars or more. To claim, visit article.com slash mom dad and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mom dad for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Mm. Okay, save me with your idea here. Well, no, I think the key here is there beef? No, no, Okay, at so all. everything's good. You just haven't talked to him very often in the past of couple years. Of course, my automatic response is to send her a message and be like, hey, so sorry that I, I by accident hit the unfollow and that's why I'm following back. I haven't been not following and now I'm following and just clear the air. Yeah. But there's this part of me and maybe I'm just paranoid and too much of a people pleaser, but I'm like, she's going to think that it's an excuse. She's going to think it's a lie that I'm making this shit up or something. Yes, but... I might just be being you know, too paranoid. I think paranoid. You're, well, it depends. So if this was like someone you worked with or something or had beef with at one point and then you guys reconciled, like maybe I could see that. But if there's never been beef and you guys never like worked together or anything, then I think that there's no reason for her to think that th- that there was an, an intentional. I think the key is, is to specify how you unfollowed. Hey, I was scrolling through my follows. Uh-huh. As I was scrolling, <laughs> I unfollowed like... Three yeah, my, of my finger hit it. Maybe, 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 maybe move the truth a little bit and go. No, I, I, I followed a couple <laughs> of my friends accidentally. Just refollowing, letting no, you know. No, my finger was as I was scrolling. I just right. hit the thing. So then, make it clear that that's how it happened. Don't say I accidentally unfollowed you because that'll just sound like how do you accidentally? You know what I mean? You, you need the exact because even I was like, how do you accidentally unfollow? So what I would do is say I was scrolling through my follows. My finger hit the unfollow. I. I and then I realized and I followed you back right away. Just want to let you know that I love you. By the way, how are you? Yeah. I mean, I would love to start up a conversation anyway. Okay. So if you're looking at so that, it's like, so okay, if it's all friendly, I, I, it's I, I easy. I should check in with Don't her anyway. Don't text her though. Because no, then that feels that like, feels strange. well, no, that feels like you did intentionally unfollow <laughs> and then you followed <laughs> okay. and then you're like going out of your way to make it a big deal. I'll send her a DM. I, I unfollow by accident some like surprisingly frequently. Yeah. And I blame my nails the way that then I will scroll. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to blame the nails. You know, Sheena, she's like the nails. She's like, I can't punch. You can't like the nails can be can be dramatic. So I do it by accident all the time. But you know what energy I'm trying to have right now? And maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do this. I'll I'll do this move. Even though I do want to reach out to this person in general. But maybe I'll pull off this move because recently I had a very good friend of ours who we've both been following each other on social media for years. We're very good friends. Yeah randomly follow me mm. so it looked like then oh she unfollowed and all of a sudden i look in my follow and i'm like oh such and such just started following me and i start going oh my god is she is there be has she been unfollowing me like was there a problem whatever and i kind of spiraled for a second and then she never said a word about it uh-huh. she just followed me never got a dm never talked about it and i'm like you know what i appreciate that because likely is that she did exactly what I did by accident, hit unfollow, and then was just like, I'm just following her back. We're friends. Like, she's going to assume the best, right? So I was like, all right, right, I I appreciate that move. That's a confident move where you're like, 
no, it was an accident and now I'm following you. Okay, two questions. Uh-huh. One is, I know that when you're following someone, because obviously you're following this person, right? You're following, mm-hmm. okay. So if you're following them, you can't tell if they're following you unless you go into their follows, correct? No, you go on their page. Yeah, but if you go on their page, it'll just say you're following, but it, you won't know if they're following you back. So my question is, is there a chance that she never followed you and it was just an accidental thing. Cause I do that all the time. Accidentally. I'll be friends with people for years and not even realize that I hadn't followed them. And then I'll hit a follow and it'll be like, it's kind of, I mean, I've known the guy for five years and I just followed him. I've so done is that. it possible that <laughs> she's just too. been engaging with your content and then it's on her algorithm. You guys go back and forth and then you realize you never actually no, pressed the follow button. She was definitely following me before. Shit. All right. Well, um, but no, but I know her. We're good. You know that Everything's it was accidental, good. Probably. But I, I, I kind of appreciate the level of confidence that goes, you know what? Like, I, I, I just, I know she by accident unfollowed me, but you're just going to follow me. Because it's just social media, right? It's right. Like, who cares? It's just social media. We know that we we have a friendship. Right. So then she just follows me back, doesn't say anything. And I appreciate that confidence. And I maybe appreciate I'm gonna the step confidence, but it also could. You could have not had that sweet. Res- you could have you could have started to really go. What well, like the hell? I said, I, for a second, I was like, that's what I'm kind saying. Of re- like I was backtracking. I was like, did something happen that I'm not aware of? Yeah. But I also know her and she's just, you know, she's right. confident. She's just, she's unapologetic. And okay. I'm like, maybe I just got to take that energy up a little right. bit. Okay. All right. Well, but knowing I like me, that. I'll just, I yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't see you just being like, I don't care what they think. Who cares what happens? <laughs> Good to be sending the friend that I just by accident unfollowed four paragraphs yeah. worth, like first screen all, recordings. Like, this is how it happened. First of all, I'd like to start today by saying, how are you? And it's been a long time. And uh-huh. I want to say that your journey on social media has been <laughs> one, has been triumphant. I see that you have had uh, four children. And uh, by the way, they are amazing and their names are incredible. <laughs> Second of all, great work on your job. You just go on this whole dissertation and in the very end, you just go, and by the way, accidentally pressed the unfollow, but <laughs> just wanted you to know that as a very side note, I was hit, I was going to hit you up anyway. Actually, that's why I was pressing on your account was to, and I realized, whatever, oh. long story short, blessings upon your family. <laughs> I wish you nothing but gold and honey in your future. You say some like weird like 1500s references something. <laughs> it's like now you, verse. Yeah, and then you and then you've made it way more awkward <laughs> way by like awkward. by having multiple long messages and then you add some like audio oh. messages and then a picture of us as a family. But so you make it like this whole um like end of year update, you know what I mean? And then you've just gone you've spiraled. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like me. A couple missed calls on her phone. Hey, just wondering, I don't know if you saw my message on Instagram, but... You haven't responded yet, so... God, it's good to hear your voice on the voicemail, though. Man, ah. Remember that one time? (laughs) (laughs) It just goes from, should I send her a message, to just... Oh, God, it's too accurate. It's just the the anxiety of it all. (sighs) How ridiculous, though, that it's just, like, just spent 15 minutes talking about panic about an unfollow an accidental unfollow on social media we give it too much power we do give it too much power that's the conclusion but there are so many little idiosyncrasies of social media like you know what's a big one is the classic don't tag you in a photo when everyone else is tagged oh yeah that hurts oh you know what i mean yeah that hurts you know what i mean like like there's a group photo and let's say there's 10 people in the photo Uh and the person like tags like six of them oh 
And you're just kind of like, was that intent? Was that a dig that they just forget? And then you're like, they forgot about me and that kind of hurts. Well, what's worse, you know, the thought of them intentionally not doing it accidental, you know, are they kind of playing games? (laughs) You could start to kind of question. I thought we were closer than that. Well, I thought they appreciated. Oh, well, maybe not. A hundred percent. Because I didn't forget them. I, I tagged them three days ago in that thing. You know what I mean? You start going down this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, stuff can even hurt too, where I remember, you know, I think maybe Facebook sticks in my brain a little more because I was a little younger at that point. But even just the moments when you'd be out at a night out and someone has at the time a camera or whatever and they're taking photos with everyone and then they just don't take one with you and then they upload. Doesn't it feel intentional? The album. It feels like you just, those are bad people. You know what I mean? It's hard not to go there. I know I'm not, I'm not saying they are that way. I'm just saying it's hard not, even though we've all, we're all victim to it. Yeah. Like there's no question me or you have done that to other friends of ours, not realizing it happens all the time. Oh, especially me. I'm so guilty of that because I get so caught up in moments and like fun conversations then that all of a sudden I'll fully forget like a photo or whatever. or I don't post because I'm just, you know, having a good time. It's the new version of, I didn't get invited to the, the, the high school birthday party or something you know it's still like totally. wait, what, what do you mean like, oh, get time? How, oh yeah we had such a good time last night why weren't you there i didn't oh, oh. God. is anything more <laughs> devastating no than being like in your most insecure like eighth grade oh. where like you're just you're the most fragile thing on planet earth oh. a single look can ruin your week from the right person to the wrong person oh my god is there anything more devastating than just like a are you coming to the birthday? Oh. And then you go with the what birthday? Literally you saying I mean, that, that is bringing is like back like trauma down the spine. For me. Yeah, it's terrible. And then how many, you know, we, we've all had birthdays where we forget to invite someone or you're just not thinking, you know what I mean? You're just kind right. of, it's a little more rushed or last minute. And you're just kind of, throw, you're just kind of inviting everyone you're like recently seen and you're forgetting the one person I you know. saw a month ago. And then you're, and then you maybe sent that person down a spiral and you, they don't even, you don't even know what happened. And then you see them. Like and a month remember. later, and you remember you forgot to invite them. Oh God! And it's you, also terrible. And you know they know. Why are like, you bringing up these horrible, <laughs> horrible memories? These it's terrible such a memories. Wild experience. Ter- and you know what? That's why we have the family because hey, here we all we're are. All invited. <laughs> we're all here, baby. Hey, for either me or Jess's birthday, if we could invite every single one of you, we absolutely would, and have an absolute bash an of it. Absolute smash. <laughs> An absolute bash party, right? Of, of mustache <laughs> weasels. Or what does he say? Worms. Worms, you little mustache worm. I love that his diss is mustache and worm, <laughs> not rat. Right, but just a worm. A must like that's the diss is you got a mustache. He's like, I'm aware I have a mustache. Like, you mustache little worm. Oh, there's merch going on. Oh, about is there? that. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, family. Okay, so obviously title of this episode, but of course we are going to be covering the reunion part two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're listening to this Wednesday morning when this comes yes. out, you know that tonight on Bravo, reunion part three is airing the final. I am reunion with apparently this bombshell and all of this. So obviously we were recapping episode two today, Friday. Yes. It's going to be a Vanderpump week, baby, because Friday we're coming back, we're podcasting and we'll be dropping an episode 
on the recap of the final, final reunion. I am so stoked. So excited. I can't wait to talk about it. Double Um, Vander. Double Vander. A double Vanderpump week again. Because you you mustache worm. (laughs) (laughs) And also, by the way, I know now we're like 20 minutes into the episode, but just FYI, you know, sometimes when you want to get into the meat of the episode and go past our conversations uh, and just dive right into the recap, we always have um, a timestamp in the episode mm-hmm. notes letting you know when we get into whether it be a recap of Vanderpump or The Bachelorette, which is coming up soon, all this. So, so if you want to always jump to that. You can always look in the episode notes. Yeah, I always course. put a timestamp. If you're on audio, it's in the episode notes. It's easy to just drag. Or if you're on YouTube, they have those little, yeah, the chapters. The little chapters, right? I'm sure you so guys fun. all know about this, but the cha- you can just click <laughs> on it. It's right have there. You heard of this have thing? you heard of the YouTubes and the emails? You can send a letter through the air. Anywho, <laughs> we're going to get into that in a few minutes, but yeah. I did want to tell you about a story involving your child that happened uh, early this morning. Okay. I laughed so hard. Now, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, joking around about, you know, I'm not a big like bathroom joke conversationalist. Oh, you mean, like, yeah, jokes. all of that. Got it. This made me laugh so hard, okay. and I have to share it. Ember wakes up this morning and immediately first thing she says to me is she's like, last night had a full poop Narnia. (laughs) Wait, Narnia? A poop Narnia. What does that mean? Like a a poop wonderland? Like it was like, like, was there like a half goat man? And a witch I go, I go, and three what? little kids on a I was journey. Thinking, I was like, maybe she had like a wild dream and somehow like she pooped in her right. dress or something. And I'm like, Ember, what are you talking about? She's like, I had to get up and poop so much last night. And so she called it instead of like a poop extravaganza. She called it a poop Narnia. <laughs> has she has she's seen that movie once like four years ago? What? Dude, I got to be honest with you. That is my child. That is, that so is some me child. stuff right there. A poop Narnia. Because I was like, Narnia. is that a lot of poop? Is that just <laughs> poop? Is that pooping multiple times? Like nothing about it is Narnia. So I want to know what she's thinking. What what about Narnia is screaming poop? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, she goes, oof. Oof. Poop Narnia last night. Oh my gosh. So You know what she said to me yesterday when I got home when I when I got home from work and what? she and she had gotten home from school? She goes, I go. Dude, it's it, I don't understand it, you guys. Like, we have one child. She's seven years old. Anyone who has kids that are like seven and older know what this is. But like, she's just starting to become basically twenty five. Yeah. And so, like, the conversation <laughs> is popping. The conversation is just so adult. Like, <laughs> literally, I get home from get home from work. She's she's sitting on the couch, and I go, "How's your day?" She goes, "Whatever." <laughs> like whatever. Like that is what. That is at least 17 to walk in. And she's just like, and she just goes, whatever. Like, I don't even want to deal with it. A nightmare. <laughs> and, you know, it was just like, you know, that friend, you know, took my sandwich or something. But it was just like, <laughs> but, the, but, they, but, but he hit with the response of, dad, it was so difficult. Even whatever. Dude, whatever to your day. Like, the cutest thing about that is the fact that whatever she actually went through was the epitome yeah, of it like it was her whatever it was her whatever it was, it was like, like this is oh a my nightmare gosh. i don't even want to go there yeah i don't even want to address what happened because i'm just so and over it's it generally like even a like an unintentional super cocky thing it's usually like honestly 
horrible day. And I go, what? She goes, everyone wanted to be my friend. And, you know, it was tough because I was like trying to hang out with some people. And everyone, and was, everyone was like, Amber, Amber. And I was like, you guys, I can't concentrate when you're chanting my name. So it's just, it was kind of a tough day. And you're like, I just moved into my mansion. And it's just like too many rooms. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's beloved. What can we say? It's so funny. Um, but no, you know what she said to me what? a couple days ago when I picked her up from school mm. is she looks at me and I was like, you know, do I always do the full, you know, do the rundown. What happened today? This, right. this, this, Give this. The- Break down everything. And she starts talking about a friend that was frustrating her mm-hmm. and said some things that really hurt her feelings that she felt like were very untrue. And she goes, you know what, mom? What I'm getting is that she's just projecting onto me. <laughs> she used it correctly. She used it 100% correctly. Oh, my gosh. Even me having to use the word projecting, I had to think about it. Like, You're like, pause this, for right? a You're like, is this the this correct? This is projecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so. she used it completely correctly with the situation and said... Oh, she's just projecting on me and you know I get it and then we get in the car and she just wants to talk about projecting mom do you feel like you project sometimes like do you feel like you project on me at all like here are the times when I feel like I'm project and I'm like what is happening right now dude what you guys it's incredible I it's live for un- these conversations it brings me life it brings me life but I wanted to bring up the poop narnia because poop narnia. Poop, poop narnia because I feel like this is the perfect phrase when you are you know having a discussion with a partner a friend whoever you know what what just went down instead of being like you guys like the bathroom situation like it was rough it was a rough you know 30 minutes I I just yeah, you know, it can get, I ate something weird. I'm yeah, having yeah. a poop, Narnia. You can just say you don't even have to say I'm, I'm eating something weird or it was a rough bathroom trip. You can just be like, "Poop, Narnia." Poop, Narnia. And then you know exactly. You go poop, Narnia. In yeah. fact, I know a lot of people who are single and starting to you know see new people, and oh. then you have to have the situation where you're pooping in, in their place, in their place for the first time, of, and you're yeah. feeling a little bit like panicky and insecure, and all of a sudden you, know, you eat something and it ends up being. A whole drama. I say, speaking about stepping into confidence, when you leave that bathroom and the person kind of gives you a look like, "Can oh, I go that in was there?" A, that was a long, <laughs> that was a long ride. Oh, did you have a lot of emails? I hope. Just look at them and go, Narnia. And they're gonna go, what? Like the movie? And you're like, and just leave no. it at that. Just go, Narnia. Narnia. That's it. That's wow. it. And that's all. <laughs> I feel like that's a new catchphrase for the show. Yeah, I mean, Narnia. Narnia. You know exactly. I'm gonna use that like with you this now. Vanderpump recap. An absolute Narnia this is a show. Narnia of an episode. And, and, <laughs> it was an absolute shit show. It was a, a Narnia of a show. Narnia. And, 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 and again, yes, there isn't. It doesn't make any sense, and there's no real sense. meaning. But it just says something, and it, I appreciate it. But I like it. Poop Narnia. <laughs> of all the things, not a poop. You know, volcano. A poop mess. A poop crate. Just Narnia. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. I In know, her brain I love that too. made sense and now I'm feeling it makes more sense the more I say it. The more I say it, it makes more sense to me and I just feel like I, I need to get like an artistic rendering of it because I feel like it would oh. actually be quite colorful and beautiful. What would the re- rendering be? I mean, I don't know, magic? How, oh. how, how can you describe magic Oh, are you, So not poop Narnia. You don't want a drawing of poop Narnia? I would like a drawing of poop Narnia, but okay. I still feel like it would be beautiful. It wouldn't look gross. It wouldn't it be, would be yeah, magical. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be slathered. <laughs> <laughs> too far yeah so you don't like you don't like the bathroom talk sorry no. about that but you like poop narnia because it was kind of fun it playful it's very okay. like fanciful it's they like, picture fairies and dragons and i'm just like yeah i'm down with that <laughs> like like uh like unicorn poop exactly unicorn poop is just like looks like 
you know, colorful ice cream. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Okay, I love yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> um, should we get into this? Oh my gosh, we have to. Okay, before we officially dive into the reunion, our thoughts and takes yeah, on yeah, yeah. Uh, reunion episode or part two, I do want to cover um, some of Sandoval's Instagram behaviors <sighs> lately. Been going down an insta or uh, an instaval. <laughs> going down. <laughs> Sandoval Narnia. No, but that's reserved for. Don't you no, dare! Sorry, no, sorry, that is sorry, sacred. sorry, sorry. I tried. How dare you? I'm new to the phrase, so I'm working on how to apply it. I'll go with Instaval. Sand- okay, Instaval. Oh, Instaval's great. Instaval. It's it's uh, Sandoval's Instagram. Right, right, I've been going down an Instaval spiral like hole lately, and I've been discovering some of his uh, current Instagram happenings, and I feel like they're important to address Agreed. before we dive into. Uh, the reunion recap but beforehand mm. let's take one quick pause um family i always appreciate discovering things that make life a little easier which is why i was so happy when i discovered stamps.com years ago okay i have never gone back if you mail or ship often let stamps.com do the hard part for you simply print postage and shipping labels right from your home or office it's ready to go in minutes no long lines or complicated setup required we love stamps.com like Jess said we've been using it for years for personal and business use with stamps.com all you need is a computer and a printer they even send you a free scale uh, so you'll have everything you need to get started if you need a package pickup you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard and if you sell products online stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart postage rates just increased again but luckily stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry they have amazing partnerships with USPS and UPS for unbeatable rates up to 84% off. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. Avoid the hassle and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MOMDAD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MOMDAD. Mm-hmm. So summertime is pretty much here, and that means it's time to get hot, okay? And honestly, nothing is hotter than Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories for your listening pleasure, if you know what I mean, okay? And these stories are sexy, truly. I remember when I first heard of Dipsy, um, I was like, is this going to be my thing? Is this maybe going to be a little bit cheesy? Let me tell you, this is not cheesy at all, and it definitely nope. is my thing. Yes. Okay? <laughs> <So> my thing. <laughs> Dipsy brings scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. You can discover stories with st- second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups, and new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories, again and again, you can always find something new to explore. There really is always something new. Trust me, you'll never get bored. Dipsy is also radically inclusive, and you can find stories voiced by some of your favorite celebs. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read if you prefer that. Uh, Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash momdad. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P- S-E-A stories.com slash mom dad dipsy stories.com slash mom dad. All right. So I would like to dive into Tom Sandoval's current Instagram behaviors. Okay. okay. 
First and foremost, a few days ago, Tom Sandoval went on a tirade on his Insta stories, and (laughs) it was quite bewildering because, listen, obviously, the world has been talking about Scandoval. Mm -hmm. So you know that this man is getting tagged 24-7 in memes, in posts, in podcasts, in articles, all of this, just tearing him to shreds, right? I mean... What he did, he's getting the heat, okay? Correct, correct. So my perception on this would be like, okay, either he's going to be completely silent about it and never really post on his Insta stories, or he's battling everything. Yes. Kind of like how he's been doing on the reunion, deciding to go after people when he did what he did. Um, But in general, from what I'm aware of, he has been pretty quiet when it comes to his Insta stories about addressing any sort of article coming after him, podcast, interview, whatever. Well, something went too far for Tom Sandoval. And, but of course, what pushed Tom over the edge to finally lose it. Oh my God. (laughs) Was an article that was specifically addressing his nail polish. Now, the article specifically said that Tom Sandoval has ruined white nail polish for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) There's a national shortage, a national like drop off in sales. Yeah. It's like all the white nail polish companies are like, fuck, fuck, fuck. We can't can't move this stuff. Because it's true. Now, every time I see white nails and I love white nail polish, okay, I like it on everybody. I've always enjoyed white nail polish. Now when I see it, I'm like, oh, well, when I go in to get my mani, I'm not asking for like the full white nails because all I can think about is Tom Sandoval (laughs) and I don't want people to see me in the streets and be like, are you you a a Sandoval stand? Are you a Sando head? Like, I'm just like, (laughs) You're eating a sandwich? They're like, oh, really? That's what I'm afraid of. And the world does not want to show their support of Tom Sandoval. So we're not wearing white nail polish anymore. Okay. So it's kind of been a trend online. So a journalist named Stephanie McNeil wrote this article for Glamour magazine, right? And in the article, the the article was titled Tom Sandoval has ruined white nail polish for everyone. And granted, in the article, of course, Stephanie McNeil said what all of us are thinking and is coming for Tom Sandoval. But of course, so I understand in the context of the article, yes, he's she's talking about his behavior. So, yeah, yeah, of course, that could be what got him upset Mm -hmm. but i believe the reason that he truly went off is because there was fashion criticism and we all know how vain this man is and his first comment he starts posting on instagram on his insta stories uh posting the article tagging glamour magazine and saying so sorry nothing i wear seems to ever look good on trolls shrug so now he's all sorts of hurt because he feels like we're coming for his fashion. <laughs> so is is he is he saying that when you say what I wear look doesn't look good on trolls? Is he saying I can only pull off what I'm wearing and and, tr- and you couldn't? Is I that think, what he's trying to say? I think that's what he's trying to say, okay. which is funny in general because that's clearly not what the article is talking about. And second of all, have you ever seen the movie Trolls? Like they all have their own fashion. They all look really good. So I don't know. And, and to be honest with you, he kind of dresses like those trolls in the movie a little bit. Like a it's, little bit. It's like. It's like wild glitter, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I don't think he's that... I mean, I think he's wrong just factually. Just factually. Factually wrong. Just off the top, he's wrong. Off the top. Second of all, um, it's a very weird thing 
to be triggered by despite everything. You know that's what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what you're saying. But what's what's weird to me is to have been disassociated from your from being a good person for so long that like the fashion is the trigger because he's kind of like, you might not like me as a person, but I'm a god on the runway, <laughs> you know, and you're kind of like the whole thing about Sandoval at this point outside of the scandal. Yeah. Is that he has created a reality for which he only lives. Correct. Because first of all, his fashion is one. No one ever goes, yeah, he's an asshole, but man, he does dress well. No yeah. one ever says that. I don't think so. And then... Even though I don't mind the style. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I think it's horrific. Um, <laughs> but so no, one, but, but even aside from my opinion, no one's ever saying like, oh my God, he does, he is amazingly dressed though. Right, it's always right. kind of like, eh, I don't yeah, know, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and then I was also watching, I saw a story of his recently mm-hmm. and he was talking into the... Uh, the camera like kind of like on a day off basically in between shows on his tour mm-hmm. and he was just going on about how like guys the shows have been unreal you know what i mean thanks you thank you for turning out there's the band over there enjoying the beach whatever whatever and he's talking about it. he goes guys like hey guys it's been four shows in a row unreal crowds have been insane you've been you've you've been incredible but but the narrative that he's not realizing is that the only reason people are showing up to the uh-huh, shows uh-huh. is to watch someone who they despise and just kind of be there and go like, whoa, I saw this horrible person that we know play music, play covers. Like no one's going because they're genuine, just like huge of fans <laughs> of the extras. You know what I mean? The most extras. It's like, oh my God, have you seen them lately? Or oh my gosh, I stream their music constantly. Like, nobody is no. doing that. No, they're just trying to see if there's a moment where all of a sudden is Tom say Sandoval something? addresses something on stage and they can like post it on Instagram and be like, look at what he just said. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like, it's also something where it's like someone needs to sit down with him and realize, hey, you're pouring so much money into doing these shows. Oh my God. Right? He's paying entire bands and production and everything. It's so expensive. And, and, and then he's not realizing that he's not building anything. Uh-uh. He's just providing a momentary experience for people. And once this drama dwindles over the next six months, no one's going to go to the shows anymore. It's just like happenstance. You know what I mean? It's like going, it's like, it's like, it's like when you're on the, on the freeway and you see like a fire on the side of the road and everyone slows down to go, what is that? Yeah. They're not just big fans of fire. Right. They're not like, I'm just, I'm just a general fan of fire and I always just look out for little roadside fires. You're just kind of like, whoa, what is that? You slow down to look at it. His show is a roadside fire. I know. That you're just kind of going, whoa. And so he's just in his world thinking, my gosh, finally my music career has taken off. He has mm-hmm. no idea that this reality is not real. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, you better prepare yourself because you're coming for his uh, his music. So the nail polish and the music, you're about to get absolutely Sandoval. Well, yeah, my <laughs> thing too. And listen, about Evan. listen, I think, and, and this, is the, this, is the, this is the thing too, is it's like, I'm not coming, like this is genuine honesty. I'm, none of this is coming at him because of the horrible things he's done. Yeah. This is just like if I was a manager and I was just being honest with like my client. Yeah, you'd be like, just stop be like, spending all this money I'd on be like, this. Dude, if you want to do this and we want to sell some merch and try to make some money off of this quick little flame, which is like your drama, but don't for one second think that like you've built yourself an actual audience of fans of your music here. Because on, on the other side of this too, the videos of the performances 
The band's great. Yeah. There's one weak link here. <laughs> I know. And it's him. Like every video I see, the singing is like brutal and it's like so weird and he's taking his shirt off and like <laughs> licking and like and like putting his chest on people. Like it's so insane. And I'm going like, yeah, he, okay. I mean, I appreciate the like <laughs> blind self-belief that he has because it makes it more entertaining. I would hate if he went on being like, guys, I know this is all trash, but hey, take it's advantage of the market. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> he's just like, no, we've built. I'm basically you too. Which is just his general vibe overall, which is just a blind, I am a god. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's the thing. So the fact that, like, his trigger, where he decides to finally, you know, talk about you've it. You've gone too far. You've gone too far, everyone, is that people are insulting his white nail polish. Which, again, they're not insulting. Tom, they're not insulting your white nail polish. They're saying now none of us can wear white nail polish anymore without thinking about you because the things that you did, it's not the white nail polish, it's you, the things that you have done. That's why people can't wear the white nail polish. And then he's just going on this tirade coming coming for stephanie mcneil this journalist then he's screenshotting her personal instagram profile tagging her tagging glamour magazine just like coming for her also then looking up the definition of a journalist and tagging her he's like maybe you should figure out what this means and all of this i was dying because on the flip side stephanie mcneil was on her instagram stories posting like i finally did it i was the one that broke the camel (laughs) the straw that broke the camel's back or sandoval this will be what he decides to explode over so shout out to stephanie mcneil um so that's one piece of his current instagram presence the other piece that i would like to mention is this and this is just again off of what you're saying which is just blowing my mind so on his instagram like i said in general he hasn't been addressing anything he's just posting about his shows yes okay it's his tour it's his shows and a few days ago he posted a uh carousel of photos a hard post and the first picture is of him performing and the caption is thank you so much everyone to coming for coming to the shows and then he lists the shows that are coming up well i start flicking through the carousel and the second photo is a screenshot from what i believe is a tmz article that says this think about this this man is using this as a hard post on his instagram to promote his shows The Scandoval drama isn't a total loss for Tom Sandoval, while his affair with Raquel is definitely costing him friendships. It's not hurting his finances where his band is concerned. We're told concerts for Tom Sandoval and the most extras have been a big hit amid all the drama. For example, and then it talks about their show that it ended up having a big turnout. And throughout the rest of this carousel, he posts a photo of himself and then continues to post all of his shows that have been doing well. Yes. But this man legitimately posts a clip of an article saying, regardless of Scandoval, it looks like his finances haven't been hurting. And yeah. he posts that as a hard post. <laughs> and hard to post me, is strong. I look at this and I go, this is all I need to see. This is all I need to see. Not that I didn't fully believe or agree with all the things yes. that Ariana had been saying in the first place. Duh. But when she has made some statements in certain interviews saying, I'm sorry, he loves whatever attention he can get. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding right there. It's like you're going to make a hard post about how regardless of all of the atrocities, your shows are selling out. 
or your shows are doing really well. And I, my jaw was on the floor. Yeah, it's really interesting because it's it's like he's it's like the most important thing in the world to him is not being a good person, mm-hmm. not treating people with respect, not being a good partner, friend, individual. It's making sure that his covers are praised. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like, hey, you know what, dude? <laughs> Write a song. Write a song. Why are you doing covers? First of all, that pisses me off already. If I showed up to a show to see an artist and all they did was covers, be pissed. Okay? Be pissed off. So write a song. Second of all, it's dark. It's very dark. It's dark. I don't think he realizes how dark that is. Where it's like, you know, you're you're now just being like, I'm capitalizing on my bad person-ness. So we should praise that. And right. It's just like, or oh, I'm you're not a, seeing how messed up that is. I'm a bad person, is? but do you see me on the stage? And you can't yeah, deny that. Yeah, <laughs> That's I the can vibe. deny it, and I do. And you know, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. It's disturbing when you start then promoting it. I think that's the thing. It's one thing to kind of like think of it in the back of your head and go like, I mean, listen, it all went to shit, but at least these shows are doing well. You know, at least to kind right. of have that thought. Yeah, that's the dark that's personal thought. That's an inside thought. thought. Uh-huh. That's not something you promote as like, guys, but at least, yeah, a round of drinks for everyone. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I don't know, dark. But that then goes in line with, so once the reunion part two episode began there was a moment and i looked at evan and i was like all i can think about is this there was a moment where a few minutes into the episode tom um or they cut for a break a lunch break and tom immediately changes out of his suit yes and puts on his all black and then he's got his pea coat and his big black sunglasses looking you know mysterious and distraught and ends up going into Raquel's trailer and is talking and then walks out and he's smoking a cigarette and walking around. And I looked at Evan and I said, I can guarantee you this man watching this back while all the rest of us are horrified with the behavior. This man is looking at himself going, God damn, I look really cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. He's looking at himself going, I mean, did you see my fit though? But did you see the peacoat? I mean, the peacoat was dripping. Did you see how cool? Like, you know, he's thinking, wow, I look so cool smoking that cig, pacing around, swearing at production. Rockstar, rockstar book, you know, page number seven is sunglasses indoors, cig in the mouth. <laughs> I'm going to use that for this reunion. It's going to be amazing. Because like, we also we also hear from, you know, everyone that like he's so calculated about everything he does. He's always having like, let's talk about this. Let's game plan this. Let's game like, and like we should, and then Ariana was here even saying like, oh, we should do, you know, he always was like, oh yeah, do an outfit change halfway through, blah, 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 blah. It's like, he's always been a like, almost just like a, like a um, PR person for himself, like mm-hmm. very focused on engineering the perfect, like how you look and how you respond to criticism and all this stuff. And image. An image. Which then was so crazy to me. And I apologize, everyone. We're going to be bouncing all over yeah, this yeah, reunion yeah, yeah. because there's specifically certain parts that I want to make sure to hit that I really want to get into. So we're going to yeah. be all over the place. Also, just as a heads up, we did watch the Peacock pumped up extended version so if we discuss certain moments that you were like didn't see that in the reunion it's because it's on the peacock extended version okay um but 
he's so focused on image. And that then was so insidious to me when the conversation happened later in the reunion where he was talking about how he believes that, you know, he started off by saying Ariana and I did not really show our authentic selves on screen. And this is the stance he's deciding to take Mm. is that like, we didn't show ourselves. So people didn't know really what was going on. They really didn't know what was happening behind the scenes. And the fact that that was the stance that he took was blowing my mind so much for a few parts. Number one, I Andy then turns to Ariana and is like, Ariana, I'm pretty sure you're pretty open. You've talked about the loss in your life. You've talked about your mental health. You've talked about your body image. You've talked about intimacy in your relationship. That feels pretty open. And Ariana's like, Correct. I have been extremely open about all those things. The second part of it, though, is that from my perspective, when you're on a reality TV show, yes, sure, you're signing up to expose a lot of yourself. But if you are in a long term real relationship like the two of them were, of course, you're going to have to keep certain things protected and safe for your relationship. Yes. Right. I was thinking about us, for instance, with the podcast. Obviously, it's very different than a reality TV show, but I'm like, we're super open. We talk about all sorts of stuff that's going on in our personal life and that's happened in our relationship and all that. But there's certain things that you need to keep safe and protected for a relationship. So if anything, if Ariana was the one saying like, hey, let's make sure certain things are safe. She's keeping their relationship safe by doing that, not being dishonest, Mm -hmm. by keeping it safe. Right. There's plenty clearly like Andy brought up that Ariana is very open about. But there are certain things. And the final part that was blowing my mind with Sandoval is that he's deciding to go after Ariana being like Ariana's the one that wasn't allowing the reality of our relationship to show. And I'm like, this is coming from the guy talking about being honest and authentic. The guy who was having a secret affair yeah. for seven months and desperately hiding it from the audience yeah. and his partner and his friends. I'm like, this is rich, dude. Yeah, it's because he is deep down going, if Ariana, if you would have been more OK with us exposing stuff and let's be real, I'm sure he wasn't begging to expose all his issues in the relationship and all this stuff. He was probably wanting to keep the perfect look anyway, because he knows that's his game anyways, to look perfect all the time. Right. And that's what Ariana brought up. She's right. like, you're the one who's always you're, like, yeah, let's 100%. calculate before the, the reunion and let's make sure everyone right. knows timelines and we're all set up. He's trying to increase his likability in victimhood by saying, if we were able to expose all our issues, people wouldn't feel as bad for Ariana and make and hate me as much because they would see that I was being, you know, I, I was also like being hurt here and that I needed something I wasn't getting. Right. And so mm-hmm. like, he's looking at again from like a social perspective, not from like a her or him thing. It's just like a, well, in hindsight, I wish we would have exposed all of our problems because then people wouldn't have felt so bad for this whole situation. There's no heart in it at all no it's all image and industry and selfishness yeah it's really interesting i feel like it's a little bit like you know the musician in the 50s they talk about where like they sold their soul at the crossroads for the for the for the uh success Mm -hmm. i it kind of feels like that a little bit with him like he just kind of at one point truly forsook the humanity of it all and Mm -hmm. just said i'm gonna be um a vehicle for success or for, for popularity mm-hmm. and whatever I got to do to do it, mm-hmm. you know, open restaurants, start bands, 
be this character. Like he's almost just like removed the human side of like being in the show with people and not realizing that you can just destroy people's lives Mm -hmm. still. And then by this time, it all sort of feels like he's been practicing it for so long. So like removing the humanity to where now it seems like it's pretty thin. Like the fact that he's focusing on the white nail polish instead of the fact that he's destroyed lives instead of the fact that he's, you know, trying to get more sympathy. The fact that he's trying to game plan with everyone, the fact that he's, you know, just even, even, even more just concerned with his band than with the restaurant. Like even just forget everything, forget the whole drama and just think, imagine starting a business with someone like for Schwartz. I'm saying uh, forget about all his sure, everything. Sure. Just just factually. Just that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine starting a restaurant with someone, your best friend. You pour all your life savings into it. And then they just go, "By the way, I'm not going to be around and I'm just going to go start my band." Devastating, mm-hmm. right? We never talked about this. Sandoval using his own mother's retirement fund to start the restaurant with no guarantee that she'll get it back. Yeah, and so even he's then- able to willingly Risk bankrupting his own mother for his restaurant. Like, dude, I'm just saying, like, the humanity is pretty thin at this point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. Which is so tragic. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. insane. Yeah. So it's just it's just kind of getting eerie watching him work at this point. And I'm like, and I think I mean I, I would imagine that it's going to start to look even thinner in episode 3 of the reunion once Raquel is sitting there. Yeah. And I don't know what this bomb is that's going to drop, but I have a feeling that it might look get even worse and worse. Yeah. It's just you know what it is? I think it's just the the highest levels of selfishness and self-absorption. Because everything's just like how I look, how I want to do whatever I want to do. That's just it. Sorry. I wish you the best, but I'm going to do me all the time. No questions asked. Which is why I do believe, and I stand by this. I stand by it full heart and soul. I don't care. Even if Raquel and Tom stay together, I believe that he now has a disdain for her. I believe it wholeheartedly. Like and I you think stained my image. Yes. And I think if, if they do stay together, that he's, purely doing it because of the public and the public response and trying to maybe make this thing work for a while to see if they can win back public approval or whatever, whatever they think might be able, they might be able to do. Um, Because every time we have seen Sandoval in Raquel's presence since they got exposed, he it's dripping off him to me his disdain yeah like when he went into the the trailer mm-hmm. he wasn't like oh we're a place of comfort for each other right he was like hi yeah it's bad this that and the other okay bye and the yeah. only compliment he gave her was you look good yeah he came in you look good it's like image 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 and as soon as Raquel is sitting there and I mean calls it from a mile away the one thing she brings yes. up is that she's watched this entire thing go down, the devastation of what she's just seen and what their actions have resulted in. And the one thing that she's caught on is the fact that she has a problem with hearing that Tom and Ariana 
might have been intimate sexually and that the relationship was doing well somewhat recently. And that's the problem. That she has. Yeah. She's like, you kind of cheated on me with your wife or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like with your partner of 10 years, you kind of cheated on me. Yes. Know? I'm a little tweaked at that. And you're like, I'm confused. And the fact that that's the one thing that she was focusing on was, well, I kind of have a problem with this. And so I don't know if you're being honest with me. And it's like, honest? girl, this guy, Honest, you guys, we're going to talk about you think maybe he's being dishonest with you. Okay. The quote, though, of the episode to me. Yeah. The absolute number one quote was Raquel going, yeah, they're trying to make us out to be like pathological liars. And it's like, we know we're not like that. We know we didn't lie. Except for like the whole affair. (laughs) That's the best quote ever. That's the best quote ever. That's like saying, I, you know, I'm not a criminal other than the crimes I've committed. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's like, you're like, well, I'm not, I don't steal other than the times that I steal. And it's like, like I think we're missing the point here. Like, it's just like, again, it's that, it's that blind lack of understanding your pain that you're causing. And you're just annoyed that people are hurt by the pain you cause. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't understand where the, is it just, yeah. I mean, h- how do you get that way? I don't know. It's just yeah, deep selfishness. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like fast. It's getting to the point where it's fascinating to me. It's, it's not just, it's not just, I feel so bad for Ariana and I've, and it's so horrible. It's, it's now also like, I'm trying to like, understand them because i'm going like this is so weird at this Mm -hmm. point where they're not even attaching themselves to the thing anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's like they've disassociated that they're even a part of this thing yeah i think it's when you're in so deep Mm. in your own lies and deceit that you just almost start believing certain things it's dark yeah because not to jump too far but like when then when she was sitting down with andy Yes, when Andy and Raquel had the when Andy one and Raquel on one. had a one on one, and and then she goes, she starts kind of blaming Ariana for not questioning it and looking into it and discovering the affair quicker. She was kind of like, yeah, like she kind of never really seemed like she wanted to find out. She never even asked me, and she never even asked Sandoval, and she never even like came after us at all. And then yeah. Andy's like, she just like trusted us. She's like, trusted <laughs> you're us. like, you mean, she's like, and then and Andy goes, you mean the fact that your, your sweet friend believed two people who she cared about deeply and was trying to give you all the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then Andy goes, it kind of sounds like you're blaming her for not knowing you were cheating with her guy. And she goes, well, yeah, I kind of was there for a while. I kind of did feel that way. And I'm like, dude, that's in sanity and no emotion on our face too the no whole time. emotion no emotion except for smiles every once in a while smiles, a smile and a which laugh. is well the worst kind of emotion you could have and again just like just pairing that then with having seen certain breakdowns i mean many breakdowns throughout the season talking about her pageants and all of this so you're like you know that there is the there's, ability to tap in there, there but you just yeah but what was so interesting though to me going back to then uh Sandoval and Raquel in the trailer was that when she brought up the whole intimacy piece and was like, well, I have a problem with that. And then, of course, in Sandoval fashion, he 
victim blames and puts the blame on Ariana and is like, dude, that was around the time when like for a while she would like see my style and my fashion and be like, oh, no, they show the clip. And Ariana's just like, I don't know if I love love that pair. Yeah, of right, right, <laughs> it's right, just right, like right. a slight like, yeah, that's not my favorite. You're asking sure, my opinion. Sure. He's like, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, she's telling me that like my fashion's amazing. So like what's going on? And I'm like, first of all, what does that even mean? OK. Like, what are you? Well, even you know, trying- you can change a shirt and I can like one shirt, and not the other, too. Right? You understand <laughs> that, Sandoval? That like, it's not one. It's not everything you ever worn. She's going to like like people can have opinions about different things. They sometimes. can like some I can have a hamburger versus- and a hot dog and decide I like one more than the other. It's not like all food is good. Right. Exactly. But also then, too, you're like, OK, what are you trying to say? Sandoval to Raquel right now so basically you're saying you're now talking about the intimacy in the sense that like well it was confusing because like she was hating on my clothes and then she started like telling me I was like a fashion god so So then then you start having sex with her because of that I mean which is the reality what he's saying that's the only thing that I can take away from that he's saying this he's saying when we were together when me and Raquel met up she was saying she hates my shirts me and Ariana no Sorry. Oh, yeah, when yeah, me yeah. and Raquel got together, yes, yes, yes. she was hating on my fashion a lot. Mm-hmm. Then out of nowhere, she starts liking my fashion. And you know me, Raquel. If you like my fashion, I'm having sex with you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what is that supposed to mean? So it's like he's basically saying that like his cheating and or staying together was reliant on compliments. Which then reinforces again. Well, everything Ariana was his, saying. No, His radical obsess, self-obsession. That, like, yeah. She can just compliment him one day on his fashion and they're being intimate and say, I don't really like those pair of pants. And then I'm going to go cheat. Like Exactly. And, and again, yeah, com- completely just goes back to everything Ariana was saying where it's just like he was never around. How am I supposed to emotionally get there with him when there's no one there to get there with because he's not there? I'm telling him things that matter to me. He's not doing those things. We're trying to work it out. We're going to therapy, all this stuff. He just cares about himself. Right. Yeah. And so that's where it lands. But and then also on top of that, too, I just had this moment where then he that was the example he used. And I'm like. Side note, he's also throwing that example out there to fish for a compliment. Uh-huh. Like, can you believe uh-huh. that she, for one second, questioned uh-huh. my fashion superiority? <laughs> and you know what's... Oh, that's so fascinating. And you know what's something else that just dropped into my mind? Which shows you the level of um, like self-obsession in a public way is that... The amount of stories I've seen where people are like at his shows being like, this is a joke, right? He seems to brush that all off. But if there's ever a publication, like there can be a story posted by someone that has a hundred thousand views. And then there can be an article by a magazine that a thousand people read. But that article is going to make or break his day because it's like by a publication and it's like more official than someone random so like he lives and dies by like a tmz picture by a glamour magazine article by whatever whatever even if it's not the most well exposed things ever it's like no because that's an official publication and their comment on me is either going to make me crazy about the nails or i'm going to be stoked about it because they said something good like that's the thing right well and of course you know he's seeing all of those articles too because you know he has his google alerts set to his name uh so obviously. he's getting he's got seven <laughs> laptops going at once so he's getting all of the articles immediately sent to him because google alerts is letting him know yes. anytime his name is out there a thousand percent yeah 
yeah there's a lot okay we have to take a quick pause okay. before we dive back in okay quick pause um so family evan has been gone a lot for mm-hmm. work lately he's running off to work after this um and as you know he is the chef in our household okay I mean, so when he's not around well i'm left to my own devices and i can struggle with that as most of you know but also i want to be eating nourishing healthy meals well I have my solution, okay? It's Daily Harvest. It is the game changer for me because Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, soups, harvest bowls, bites, and more built on sustainably sourced fruits and vegetables all right to my door. It could not be easier or more delicious than with Daily Harvest. So good. And I take my Daily Harvest to work and because they make it so convenient. Uh, With easy to prep options for any time of day, Daily Harvest keeps our freezer stocked with good food that's always ready when we are. And the best part no shopping chopping or heavy lifting ever Mm -hmm. and by working directly with farmers daily harvest sources the best ingredients freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in the flavor and nutrients and they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible daily harvest does the work so all i have to do is eat and enjoy my go-to's are the smoothies for breakfast okay Mm. i love the harvest bowls for lunch and for dinner time and for dessert the bites and the scoops do not even get me started on the hazelnut and chocolate bites. Oh my gosh. Holy deliciousness. So good. So good. Eating delicious, nourishing, and easy to prep meals has never been easier thanks to Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash momdad to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash momdad for up to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash momdad. So does this sound familiar? Try it free for 30 days. Just enough time to try it and then completely forget about it. Okay, hi, that's me. That is me. I always forget and end up paying for months, even years. In fact, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forget about. You could be wasting money and not even realizing it. Rocket money. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for ones you don't use. I love Rocket Money. So good. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. We love Rocket Money. Uh, It saved us hundreds of dollars every year. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's really that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage your finances all in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses. So you can easily track your budget in real time and also get uh, alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. I know personally Rocket Money saved me about $1,000 last year. Bless them for canceling all those apps and free trials I signed up for that I'd forgotten about. I mean, I used the app that turned me into a mythical creature mm-hmm. once or twice, but I didn't have to be paying you know, Great for app. months. Just maybe you know, not, like maybe a not for like thing. a year. I didn't have to be paying for that. So <laughs> thank you, Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash momdad. That's rocketmoney.com slash momdad, rocketmoney.com slash momdad. Okay, but getting back to the uh, Sandoval Raquel situation, what I feel is disdain now in his body. Um, Being in that room with her again, I think that it is just because he is the type of person who if it's not fun, if he's not loving it, if it's not 100 perfect for him, he gets bothered and he is out. 
And I felt like that was definitely emphasized in the conversation that the group was having outside during lunch Mm. where Lala and Ariana were talking about it. Lala even brought up, she's like, he's going to be over Raquel. And Ariana was like, oh, are you kidding me? The second that she starts to come to him with real relationship (laughs) issues, he's going to be over it. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. It's because up until, you know, the past seven, eight months with the two of them, they're sneaking around, partying, having sex, doing all of this, like under the cover of darkness, all this stuff. And he's thrilled and getting off and all this shit. But now all of a sudden the world is against you. You're having to have uh, repercussions for your actions. And now you have Raquel coming to you saying, hold on a second. I don't like the way you talked about the whole intimacy end and you just watch his face. And even when they had their little alone time in her apartment in the finale episode, I said that too. I feel like he's just, he almost like like hates her at this point because he walked in and was just making comments about like, can we turn the lights down and And she's making statements like, well, I don't know if I should believe you. You're the only person that I have left, but now I'm feeling like, will you do this to me? And you just see his face like he is done. Well, it's not exciting anymore. Exactly. Like, and like Ariana said, as soon as you're bringing real relationship problems, she starts asking, "Hey, how come we're not doing this? Like, mm-hmm. Hey, um, real we spend more time together, whatever." Yep. But it's interesting because he definitely is an addict for like a spike in adrenaline, right? Because he's doing the the live shows. He's always kind of like he likes that. You know, he when he was cheating, it was always because it was like. He even said he's like early on when he cheated with Miami girl, he was like. I wanted to feel like it was to be what it was like to be single again. So he's definitely kind of always chasing a high that way. And I think that now that it's just negative and he doesn't, he's not sneaking around, which is exciting. He can actually just be with Raquel all the time that you need like an undying love to get through this. You need like, a real connection where you guys get each other more than anyone. And there's just beautiful connection and, it was founded in in horrible situations, but the 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 bond is unbreakable, right. which we are not catching that vibe. So she's absolutely right, knowing him and being with him for this long. That like now is when it's going to start. He's going to start going. Mm, this is not fun anymore. You know what's going to be fun? Hooking up with someone else under the cover of dark and you having know, fun again. You know what's going to be fun for me? I I bet Sandoval's feeling is. I can guarantee he's hooking up with people after his shows. A hundred percent. You know, he's on the road. You know that like Andy mentioned with Raquel in their one-on-one sit down, he's like, so, you know, we heard that you guys are like maybe taking a pause some time time apart. Is that because of your, did your parents say that? Did you think I can guarantee fucking Sandoval said that and probably used the guise of like, it's going to look better to the outside if it looks like we're taking it seriously yes. and like we're regretting our actions. You don't think that this guy is now just like, Fooling no, this isn't fun for me anymore. And now I have my tour going and now I get to be single on the road. Yes. man. I there was there was posts of him uh, at random karaoke bars, like by himself singing on stage. You know that he's trying to <laughs> meet people and hook up with people. And you know, people. he's under a delusion that be like honestly there's gonna be someone there that's gonna see me sing and they're gonna be like i had no idea jesus came back <laughs> and he's at this karaoke bar ripping it up singing carry on my wayward son you know what i mean i also think he's the type of guy <laughs> oh think- my god i'm a christian now because jesus is singing carry on my wayward son 
It's like, that's what he's thinking. He's thinking, I'm going to show up and it's going to be a line out the door. And I can guarantee you, if he were to get interviewed, he would say, if someone were to sit him down and be like, who would be like the ultimate person for you in a relationship? I can guarantee Sandoval would say, you know, man, after all this, like probably someone who doesn't know who I am and and doesn't isn't in reality TV or isn't on Instagram or online and like just meets me for who I am, like, you know, sees me at a bar, maybe singing and just sees me and we connect. I bet he would say that in an interview. I also believe 1000 percent that there's no way that guy would ever be interested in anyone if they didn't absolutely know who he was and weren't a fan of his thousand percent like he wants somebody who is like obsessed a fan Yeah, because ariana gave him like she was not like just like she loved him and was attracted to him and everything but she gave him more of a real take like she would be like hey you're off on this and she was like a real person yeah they weren't a real they were in a relationship right right. (laughs) and he's like i don't like this man but like I think what he what he would say is if like they're like what are you looking for he's like honestly man someone who understands the rock and roll lifestyle because <laughs> being a rock god is like a it's a it's a lifelong journey man and you can't even teach it you just are born with it man and like if you don't understand dude that I'm a rock god you got to be in, you know, if you're in the presence of a god <laughs> you need to know that you need to be respectful of a God. And so like, that's just currently where I'm at. Like that's the shit he'd want to say. He'd be he, like, he'd be talking to a girl and be like, if we're going to be together, you got to understand the rock and roll lifestyle. Like he just <laughs> would say that. The road. Like I, I, you got to understand. I spent a lot of time in the gym. I get my nails done. I rock. You know what I mean? Like you can't be calling me during band practice. Okay. Cause me and my, me and my rock, my rock, you know, my rock family are just constantly in a state of, you know, shred and you can't be bothering me. Like he says, you know, he says that kind of stuff. Like this is a joke, but like actually those conversations are being had. A thousand percent. (laughs) There's no way they're not. There's no way that they're not. Um, Okay. So let's touch on some of the things that Andy chatted about with Raquel during their one-on-one. Cause this was huge. This was wild. Um, One of the things being when Ariana first found out. Okay. Yeah. So Raquel tells Andy that Tom and her were planning on telling Ariana. My guess is that for a long time, Raquel was like, we need to tell her because I want to date you. Because in fact, Andy even said, how did you think this was going to go? Yeah. Did you think Ariana was just going to be like, was there any way out of this? It's okay. And Raquel literally says i mean yeah i thought that like they'd break up and then like we'd start dating and it would be fine slash continue dating and i'm like what yeah in what galaxy did could you even for one moment think that even if you all lied and said that you weren't having an affair but you break up with Ariana and then Raquel right away starts dating. Yeah, like even like even if you didn't do all the bad stuff, it still wouldn't work. That she's going to just be super stoked for you? She's going to be like, honestly, like you're such a good friend and I just, I want you to be with my freshly exed person. Like this doesn't work in any it galaxy. Work. But again, it's the same of all Raquel. They're not, you, you say in what galaxy? Their galaxy. <laughs> That's true. Where they are the sun. Uh-huh. 
You know what I'm saying? And everything revolves around yeah. them. Yeah. If you are the sun, you're not going, I wonder what Pluto's up to. Or if Pluto's, it's like, you just revolve around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was weird. It, it, it was starting to get bizarre with Raquel because I was noticing that like Sandoval is in this place where he is, um, he's protecting himself. He's very concerned about his image. He's also like, you can tell he's stressed about the way he's coming across. He's stressed about, you know, fighting back. And like, he's he's emotionally involved in it, at least. She seems to just be sitting there. Like, even with, like with Andy, she's sitting there. And there's no tears. There's no, I can't believe this happened. I, I Even when she talks about regret. When she talks about regretting doing the um, restraining, order. restraining order. She's not going, she's not crying and going, I messed up and I took it out of my friend and I shouldn't have done that. She's just kind of going, yeah, it's something that I kind of look back on now and I kind of feel like maybe I shouldn't have done that. It's like she's talking about, you know, I planted these plants in the in the flowers in my backyard and they just don't look as good as I thought they would be. So I'm going to try some new ones. Mm-hmm. It's just that matter of fact. There is no, there's no emotion behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's no, I participated pa- in burning this all to the ground. Yeah, like even yeah. if you were like, res- honestly, fuck Ariana. You know what I mean? He's he's my man. What are you going to do about it? That at least shows that you're like invested somehow. But the blankness during this whole process, fascinating to me. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think too. So we going back within her and Andy. Um, so they then talk about the night. They say that they were planning on telling Ariana. Yes. Okay. That's what their claim oh is. God, what I yes. said is I, I believe that Raquel was probably on Tom Sandoval being like, you need to tell her so that we can start a relationship, yes. right? Not because she needs to know when we care about her, but just no, so that we can so that figure this we out. We can start our own mm-hmm. relationship. Um, but then when, ta- when Andy, excuse me, is asking about Ariana, then finding the video on Sandoval's phone and then yes. right away calling Raquel and what Raquel did you say to Ariana? And then our, or, and then Raquel gives us a little, a little nugget, which was, well, Sandoval and I had been planning on telling Ariana and we were going to be talking about like what exactly we were going to say because Sandoval believed that if she knew how long it had been going on, that it would hurt her. So basically she's saying we're, we were concocting a story to give to Ariana, which I'm sure probably looked like we hooked up one time and this was the one time. We're so sorry, blah, 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 blah. But she literally admits to Andy they were creating a false narrative to admit, quote unquote, to Ariana about. But when Ariana called Raquel, that in that moment, they hadn't fully figured out the timelines. So Raquel just told Ariana the truth. Yes. And there were even moments in the episode where... You know, Tom in his defense where he was even saying like, you're welcome, Sheena, that I didn't admit it to you because then what position would that have put you in? You would have been having to feel stressed out with Ariana and he's continuing to blame, like somehow be like, you should be thankful for me and, you know, that you found out this way. And it's like, did we all not? Are we all forgetting that? Ariana stumbled upon this video. You didn't tell Ariana. You weren't like, you know what? I'm not going to tell Sheena because I'm trying to protect Ariana, which already is ridiculous. But it's like nobody told Ariana. Ariana found this out. She stumbled upon this. You did not sit her down and admit it to her. She caught you. Worst case scenario. It's worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. Because 
if he would have sat her down and said, hey, I need to tell you something. I've been cheating on you for the last nine months straight. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have done it. I'm super sorry, but I am leaving you and I'm going with Raquel. But devastating at the highest levels, right? Worst thing ever is to open up your partner's phone and see the affair, see everything go down, then confront them, then have them lie, then continue to have new details emerge daily through other sources then they deny it then they confirm it then someone else well, he confirms continues it. to gaslight you the entire time like and then put blame on you it's like written how bad it is uh-huh. like I'm, I'm like i couldn't think of a worse way like if you said make it worse evan i'd be like there's no other way to well make it and worse. that's why i think everyone so throughout this whole reunion part one and part two you know what keeps what sandoval keeps bringing up and honestly what lisa and andy keep bringing up is like well all of you guys have cheated and all of you guys it's like okay let's all take a step back and understand what is very clear is to what level this is and as wrong as everything can be there is a level that this the scandal is on where it is a lengthy affair it is lie after lie it is gaslighting it is continue to blame it's still not being i mean it, it, it's never ending. never ending and it's such a different level to me and also then the length of their relationship and then again the whole best friend piece and all of this which side note i wanted to say this something that has been just absolutely devastating for me to be honest throughout watching these past two reunions because you know how much i love yeah lvp i love yes. me some lisa vanderpump yes but i am not into and not down with the way the kind of mediator vibe she's no, bringing to no. the table. No, no. At first, it was like the first few minutes of episode one of the reunion. I was like, okay, I understand from a production side that Lisa is maybe coming in. Andy and Lisa are kind of like, okay, everybody, quiet, quiet down. Let's hear what everyone's saying so that you can actually hear the drama and the details of it. So at first, I was kind of like, okay, maybe that's what's happening. But it continued throughout the rest of episode yeah. one and into episode two, where I'm like. Why are we not holding Sandoval accountable? Like, why are we spending the energy coming for Lala or correcting something that Ariana said? It's like, okay, I understand you have these opinions, but you not coming for Sandoval and continuing to say, let's hear him out. It it creates a weird vibe with then knowing that you two, that you guys are in business still and you're, you know, kind of like, let's hear, let's hear Sandoval out. I was not vibing yeah. with that. And especially then, too, there was one moment in episode, uh, reunion episode one, where Lisa was like, it really hurt me, uh, Sandoval, when you said you didn't need me. And so I was like, Lisa, you're going to take a stance on like, San- on Sandoval at, at, at this one point where you got your feelings hurt. Like, let's zoom out for a second and let's not expend the energy on pointing the fingers around the room, let's focus on Sandoval and focus on supporting Ariana. You know what I'm saying? So that was... I mean, I agree with you 100%. Like, that's the right thing to do morally. But I do think that she's doing... She's being like... I feel like deep down, there's a little bit of like... She just kind of looks at this all like the kids are having their drama again. And she's just kind of more... I want to maintain a level of anonymity here. 
because we're all going to move on and we're going to have season a million and 20 and this will be old news. And I, and I don't want to burn bridges and I want us to all be, I, w- I want to be a place for everyone to come no, to and I, like, and then I also think she knows it's her show. So she kind of has to be the wizard of Oz a little bit. So I think she's just much less concerned with, I think she's just thinking, well, Ariana's hurt right now, but we'll all get over it. Everyone hates Sandoval. Like, I think she's probably going, yeah, this is the worst it's been. But I don't think she's, I don't think she's grasping the level. I feel like she's not grasping. I feel like it's just the kids are being kids again a little bit. That's the yeah. vibe I'm getting. Well, from and her. listen, I understand that there's a level of like I want to make sure that all these people show back up for season eleven. Yeah, if because I, if I go hard on Sandoval, he might say I don't feel welcome here anymore, yeah. and he's a big star, so I want to get and rid of you. And we want all these people for season eleven, yeah. and I understand that. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna decide to land on that strategy. Maybe just don't say anything yep. and be and just she be chilling. Don't be doing them the point in the fingers because there were numerous moments where Lala and James and even Ariana like came back at Lisa and they're like, stop. You're defending Sandoval too much. You're going to come at me right now. Like we all know why we're here in different reunions. Maybe Lala has been the center like in different reunions. This reunion, we're talking Sandoval, Raquel. And a little bit of Schwartz here, mm-hmm. too. That's where the spotlight needs mm-hmm. to go in the sense of if we're going to be pointing the fingers and coming for someone yeah. and then yeah. got to be supporting Ariana. Anyway, just a sidebar. Mm. Um, but an interesting piece, too, going back to uh, Raquel. OK, in the reunion, they start talking about the Coachella of it all. Mm-hmm. The Coachella last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. where apparently Raquel has told people that Sandoval told her that Ariana and him were in an open relationship. Now, Sandoval, we fi- we hear him address this. He immediately says, I never said that. Yes. And so then Ariana and Sheena are like, well, then your girl's lying. Yep. Yep. So now the question is, somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. So it's either. What is? What do you think? I mean, I tend to assume that Schwartz is or I tend to assume that Sandoval's lying because okay. he's the king of all lies. Right. Right. I right. assume that he's now trying to cover his ass and like, I never said that. And I think it might then fuel more of his hatred towards Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> where he's just like, she said what? But there's also the piece, too. We talked about this a little bit last week where, you know, Raquel might be trying to uh, cushion the blow for herself and might have been thinking about that throughout these past few months where it's like, well, Sandoval still isn't breaking up with Ariana. We're still having this affair. Maybe if I tell people that I just thought that they were open this whole time because he told me that, that maybe I won't get as much heat. Mm. But I'm assuming that's going to be a conversation in part three. And there's part of me that thinks that that might be what the big bomb is. I think maybe more information is going to come out from that because that is a huge question mark because now we have the two people who've been having an affair who are essentially being like, he's lying. No, she's lying. And now are they going to go against each other? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I think he's maybe cheated so much that he maybe thought he was in an open relationship. But he just like <laughs> forgot. He's like, whoops, he's I like, forgot this whole I'm time. I'm hooking up people, people every week. So I thought we said we were in an open we relationship because I've been living confirmed. that way for the last eight years. Oh, it was never consensual. Okay. Okay. I never mind. Never mind. you said that. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I remember you saying it was cool if I did it and I could do it whenever I wanted and then you couldn't. Something something along those lines. You yeah, know? yeah, something <laughs> it's like, like that. It's just like... the perfect revisionist history. <laughs> but no, I think that sounds like a thing he'd say. 
I could totally see him saying that. In fact, like, I'm waiting for more people to come out and be like, Sandoval said we were in an open uh, Because I could see him being like, you know, I don't want to go out of, out here and be like, let's cheat. But if I kind of just, oh, we're open, and then you don't really ask questions, and then you just kind of, because you want it, you kind of just don't need to do any more digging to make sure I'm telling the truth. You just kind of go, oh, okay. And then we're off to the races and right. let's and not ask questions so that we don't have to think about it. But like, let's just kind of live in that reality. And like, it's also a way that then he probably feels like too, that he can like, uh, easily hook up with maybe a yes. fan or two. Yes. Because, because he's be, they all know about him and uh-huh. Ariana. So like, you know, of course they wouldn't want to go against Ariana because they love exactly. Ariana. But if then Sandoval goes, well, we're, open. we're in an open Stop relationship. The then we don't it, talk about then it on yeah, the exactly. We want to keep it private. We don't talk about it on the it's show. A da, 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 da. It's a good, if you're looking for a deceitful move, it's a great deceitful move. I got to come up with the move that doesn't make me look bad. Mm. While doing the bad thing. Which makes me so angry too, on top of everything else, side note, that I'm just like, listen, don't now be making these like open relationships look like they're deceitful, right. okay? An open relationship is supposed to be a consensual situation. Right. And that's why like, he uses it. Yeah. Because he's using that to his advantage. And it's like, oh, yeah. Um, okay, also, Raquel and Andy, they have the beginning of their one-on-one where basically Raquel says, okay, so I think I regret the restraining order um, that I had put on Sheena, who she says punched her. They go back and forth, by the way, amongst all of the cast members in the reunion discussing if Sheena punched her or if she didn't. You know, of course, Sandoval is like dead silent for a while. And then it's finally like, I guess I'll say it. I don't want to, but... I know that she said I fucking punched her and da 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 da. And Ariana's like, dude, you know that didn't happen. You weren't even on the call at that point. Also, like you know, you're getting fed information from Raquel, and you guys are planning your shit together. Quick caveat in that, which which was just so insane, was how, uh, you know, Andy asks Sandoval, right? Like, did did you know? Did he punch? You know, did they punch? Did Did she punch punch her? Like it was. I don't. I remember. I don't remember who asked what, but I think it was something like that. And he just goes like this. And everyone's like, what is he doing? And he's just like, I can't say it. And they're like, well, the, and then and then Ariana goes, then you know what you should do? Not say it. <laughs> exactly. And he goes, here's what happened. <laughs> and it's like, he was so drama about the fact that like, I don't want to say anything because it could hurt my relationship with Sheena also. And I just know I shouldn't say anything. Well, then don't say anything. Okay, I'll say something. And then he just also, goes on you know and just destroys the relationship. And then he fights her about it. And it was just like, you are such a fake actor, dude. Like, you're faking sadness about the fact that you're going to burn Sheena. And then you just burn Sheena. And then you don't only burn Sheena, but then you go, you don't go, I, I know, I know it's hard to hear. You you go, Ariana, you tell. And then he starts fighting everyone on the truth that that's actually what happened. It's just like. And it's like, at the end of the day, Sandoval, also you're sitting there in silence, I'm sure buying time, trying to figure out how exactly you're going to say something, but making it look like you're like so sad. Also, Sandoval, do you really think that after all of this, that people are going to believe yours and Raquel's story? Or do you think that they're going to believe Ariana and Sheena? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So anywho, they're going back and forth about who did what, who said what, whatever. But as this is happening, then we go back and and Raquel says, I regret mm-hmm. the restraining order and I've contacted my lawyer to get a dismissal. And so can you give this to Sheena because I can't get within 100 yards of her that I'm uh, but my lawyer. My lawyer is requesting to dismiss this restraining order. 
Um, so then, of course, when Andy gives it to Sheena, Sheena is very happy. And like Lala said, like the amount of exhaustion and pain that goes on having to deal with something like that in the court system and the time taken away from your family and all of this. And, you know, Raquel's watching no tears, not seeing like how devastated sobbing Sheena is talking about how she gave Raquel a place to live. And that was like her sister. And then the fact that she just slammed her with this restraining order. My conspiracy brain watching this entire thing is I right away think that Raquel probably, which is like such a, if this is true, is like just such a horrific use of something that's so important, like a restraining order, like that's so important in our systems that people need to use. I think that she used that restraining order as hopefully a way to maybe avoid reunion situations. Mm. I bet maybe she was trying to pull off a Zoom reunion where she was fully removed, didn't think they would figure out that they could have them swap and do 100 yards away or that Sheena might be down for it. I think to try to avoid any reunion drama that she could eke her way out of it. And then when all of a sudden it's like, no, you actually are going to have to be present for this, right? That it was like, okay, well, now I'm going to try to play Mrs. Nice Person and be like, actually, I'm going to get that dismissed. Here's this letter that it's going to get dismissed. And so now you have relief because I do believe, and I have to now do some research on this, that Sheena still did have to go to court. So I don't think that dismissal went through or I don't know what happened or maybe she had to be at court for the dismissal. But Mm. I know whenever they had court that Raquel didn't show up, that Sheena was there. And then Sheena went on Instagram, which I thought was so important. And she was like, not only am I upset at this because of what it's doing to my family and my time, but also when you're sitting there and seeing how many important cases are going through and how many people People actually in in bad situations to the time that's being taken, the hours and hours and hours of time that's being wasted. But I do know that she did go to court. So I don't know if that dismissal then just didn't end up happening. But I do believe my conspiracy mind is that all of this was being managed behind the scenes as some sort of PR attempts. Because again, I think that uh, Raquel during the reunion was still with her PR firm. I could mm. be wrong about yeah, I was this. Say, this doesn't sound like something she would concoct. But I also think that maybe Sandoval could have had a hand in it too. Oh, interesting. You know what I that. mean? Just like, hey, it looks really bad that you just threw this restraining order on yeah. her. People aren't reacting to it well because they had now had a few weeks after that had happened that it's like, maybe you'll yeah. look better if you were like, I'm going to extend the hand. Because then you see the moment where Raquel goes, oh man, maybe I should have written a letter to her too. And you're like, dude. Um, But I mean, gosh, there were so many then different moments. We have Xanax bottle. That was insane. We have Tom Schwartz pulling out a bottle of Xanax before Raquel's about to enter the scene. And then you heard Sandoval be like, dude, just tell him it's your medication. Just tell him it's your medication as a way to like, I don't want us to look bad anymore. I don't want it because because James was like, oh, look at pill bottle on hand for like the for the party boys. And then Sandoval, I, I took it like Sandoval was being like, dude, we don't want to look that worse than we do. Just tell like, him it's your medication. Like, casually like taking not you're Xanax. just popping Xanax, but like, hey, dude, just tell him that like it's your medication. You need it. And, he's, yeah. he, and, and Sandoval and Schwartz is clearly going, anybody need a Xanny? Like, I also saw certain theories, too. Everyone's out there like with yeah. their theories. I saw theories because right before Schwartz pulled out that Xanax bottle, uh, uh, you hear Sandoval make some comment and like quietly say green light, green light. 
And um, I guess that could have so meant maybe anything. Like maybe that thing. means that Raquel's coming. I don't know what that means, yeah. but I know people were throwing it out too of like, was that on cue? Was that plan that Schwartz was going to pull out that bottle? Uh, I love the idea of Sandoval like being like a, like a NFL QB. <laughs> and just like blue 42 blue 42 and that means for him to grab the cup of coffee drink it and say something about ariana um 47 red 47 red oh that means to uh put the cuff down and make sure that you make a comment about lala so that i can chime like they have all these plays and he has like a play thing on his wrist and he's like uh 57 Alabama <laughs> and he's like oh okay great uh, Lala you know where were you on July 17th <laughs> and you know Schwartz can't remember any of the cues so he's just pulling out random stuff he's, he's just like that's not the bottle. that's not the he's like is this the time when I'm supposed to do push-ups okay I'll do push-ups it's like it's all wrong he's like you didn't bring the playbook at all cues are wrong but speaking of the cues that was another moment where when Sandoval was coming at Ariana blaming her for God knows what that Ariana all of a sudden was like, there's one of your moves right there. I learned from you that when someone's saying something negative about you at a reunion, you cut them off before they can finish to cover up what they're saying. And as she's saying that short or uh, Sandoval cuts her off, (laughs) does exactly what he's taught her. Apparently at this point, it's probably just like second nature. He's done it so much now where he doesn't, he doesn't even know his own rules have become, he's like a pro athlete of, being an asshole like he's literally like oh i have my plays and i've done them for so long and i've done this and i know the outfit change and the whole thing that he's like it's choreographed like i know exactly the second someone starts saying something bad about me i attack their character like you know a hundred percent and i wonder my my big question was when sandoval you know left uh raquel's trailer and then comes back and is like, I want to be off camera. We need to, some time off camera. And they're like, no, if you want to be alone, you can go be alone without a camera in your in your trailer. Yes. But everyone's being filmed right now. It's part of it. And then he's like, no, I need to fucking be alone. I need to at least talk to her. You know, obviously, he to wants co- to talk yep, to her. trying to coach her. Because he knows she's about to come on stage mm-hmm. and they need to have some last minute revisions. Because he's like, dude, me and Schwartz, he went, it went bad. <laughs> yeah, it he forgot well. every detail. He fucked up the timeline. He opened me up multiple times to make me look bad. So we got to get on the same page. I have a feeling that like you've been in that trailer for a while. You probably forgot some of the things we worked on. Yes. Remember, Blue 42 <laughs> is deny. Okay. The, do you have the blue book? You know what I mean? 100 <laughs> yeah the, the the football coach of lies needed yes. to come in and be like let's get on the same timeline right now raquel okay there was even a moment where he starts telling her about what happened she's like yeah i've been watching it the whole time and he's like oh he's okay. Like, shit, okay but he also then is realizing that yeah. she's seeing so it's like okay now good, yeah. you've watched this good we need to have our alone time so that we can revise and make sure we're on the same page because yes. certain things aren't going well Let's have this strategy now. I don't want instead. you accidentally bringing up those three other things we never talked about, you know. But there was a moment where he was going off on one of the producers, like, we need to have this time alone, we need to have this time alone. And the producer was like, Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And it cut. And then it cut to them all back sitting in their spots at the reunion. So I had a moment where I was like, Did they give them a moment? Mm. It looked like he had been saying, telling him no. But then Sandoval got so explosive at the end, the guy was kind of going, okay, okay. And I don't know if the okay, okay was like, we're going to give it to you or if it was like, okay, okay, enough, Sandoval, we're done. So I'm wondering, did they have a few minutes alone? Yeah. Or they allowed that? Because then Sandoval Maybe. starts pulling out, you legally need to give us a break. Union, union. And yeah, and, 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 and the production was like, yeah, correct. You are allowed to take a break. Yeah. You can go into your, your trailer and you can be alone and spend some time alone. But, you know, he's he, like, they're, well, they're, they're eating lunch right now. And, yeah. and because they're together, they're getting filmed while, right. while they're eating lunch. It's part of the deal. Well, he has, to, to, you know, he has my, my second favorite quote of the episode, which okay. was, this is going really bad. That's what he said to himself under his breath while walking away from the camera crew. 
this is going really bad. Like he just like admitted to himself. He's like, this is a nightmare. Like I thought I had a game plan. This is, this is, this, this is horrible. There's no coming back. But come see the extras at Unbelievable. But yeah, I mean there were there were so many other moments throughout it, but I think we needed to take our time to go over yes. the Sandoval the Ju- Raquel well, that was like the meat too. Of of it all, basically. Yes. The, the the big the big hit points. And um again, everybody, if you're listening to this Wednesday morning, then tonight it is Reunion part three. And we'll have a recap out, recap out in two days. And we'll have a recap out in two and for days. This Friday. Evan, I am, I'm like shaking. It's going to be sick. I'm so on edge. And like, what is the bombshell? I hope the bombshell doesn't disappoint. I know they always amp stuff up. It might disappoint, but I am entertained plenty by the episode. That's true. Itself. I feel like I'm like, what more can we ask? Because exactly. it's been such an absolute shit show that exactly. I mean, we really can't be too greedy. You know, so good. So good. <laughs> All right. So tune in Friday for that. Um, before we go, quick call home. Of course. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Remember, you can always call home. Hi, mom and dad Hi. and Uncle Lee. It's your daughter, Bailey. Oh, Bailey. I have a question <laughs> on behalf of one of my friends. So my friend was talking to a guy that she met on a dating app and she'd been talking to him for a little while and he recently revealed that he has a child and that is not something that she is ready for and Mm -hmm. it just kind of turns her off. And my question is, how would you like politely let him know that... Like, that's not really what she's looking for. And if maybe there was a way, like, I know it's kind of preference per person, but I think that she would have felt better or potentially differently if he would have said something up front about it. Mm -hmm. So if there's some way to, like, gently say all of that or approach that conversation that that's just, like, not what she's looking for. And maybe slightly blindsiding that they'd been talking for a little while and he's just now bringing it up. Love you guys. Love the pod. Thank you. Bye. Love you, daughter Mm. Bailey. Um, Okay. A few things about this. Obviously, so understandable on Bailey's friend's end. It's like, you know. Yeah. So understandable. Very sweet to call about your friend to help. I know. Yeah, what a good goodness. friend. Yeah. I love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, my goodness, so understandable. Like, that's yeah. a massive commitment. And also, if someone especially like doesn't want to have children in yeah. the future, I mean, just so many things. I would say this. And as far as Bailey's friend's response to this person that she's been talking to, um, listen, like, honestly, anything that her friend wants to say is completely understandable. I mean, for myself personally, I would probably send a message and just say, Hey, I've been really enjoying talking to you and getting to know you. If I'm being honest, this is not, um, I'm not interested. And, um, being in a relationship with someone who has a child, um, is not something that I'm, I'm interested in. I know obviously you're a parent. So this, uh, this child is a huge part of your life and I think that that's amazing but it's just not for me mm-hmm. um, and sending you my well wishes you know that's what I would say is just keep it keep it short like obviously Bailey's friend does not owe 
this man any sort of explanation as to why this is not what she's looking for. Um, Just something I think simple like that is is great. Um, Bailey, you did mention something about her then feeling blindside, yeah. blindsided by this person. So obviously I don't know the intricacies of how long they've been talking and what he already has said to her. And if this feels kind of like she feels a little tricked. Mm. Um, if it, it sounded though, like they had been just talking for a little bit or seeing each other a little bit back and forth. I think it sounded like they were just talking online. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand from the parent perspective that if I was a single parent that just for my own privacy sake and for the mm. privacy of my child, I probably wouldn't lead with that. I don't know if that's the right decision or not. I think that's very person to person and individual thing, deciding yeah. how soon you're going to um, allow someone that you're chatting with into that part of your life. Um, I really do think that it is person to person. Mm. I know some people feel really comfortable just like right off the bat being like, hey, just FYI, this is a part of my life. But some people are way more private. And I don't necessarily think that it's some sort of sneaky thing that someone's trying to hide. It's just more like I'm presenting myself as this individual and this part of my life I'm keeping safe right now. And now that we're talking a little more like now I will let you in on that. Right. Um. So I don't know if Bailey, if your friend and him, if they've only been talking for a little bit, if I would encourage your friend to confront this guy about it instead of just kind of saying this, mm. this is my piece. I'm, I'm really not interested and just move on. Um, you know, obviously, it's a different story if if it's been a while and she does feel like she was bamboozled by this person yeah. and saying like, hey, I think it's important. And what I Am I making any 100%. sense? 100%. Okay. I, think <laughs> I feel I've, like I'm rambling and I'm not making sense. Not at all. Sense. You've covered kind of every angle of it. Okay. So I was like, hey, leave <laughs> some for me. Um, no, no, no. No, I thought I felt like although it was so good, you know what I mean? And I, my only kind of side angle on it is um, I'll start with the person not talking about their child. Yeah. And I also, and I'm not saying like, I'm going to, I'm just going to, like you said, we don't know the general, the specifics, but I'm just going to say, I could also someone see someone go, hey, I go on these dating apps and I meet people or I meet people out even and I bring up my kid and people are are kind of I'm just now a parent in their mind. And if they don't give me a chance so I could totally see someone saying, hey, I don't get a chance. So I I don't lead with it because I kind of feel like it puts me in a box and people just assume certain things. And they're like, I don't think I'm ready for that. And then but, I totally understand the flip side of then someone speaking right. to someone and then finding that out. And that's not something that they want. Well, no, and then feeling like, oh, my God. Well, no, I'm getting like, to that for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 no, I'm just saying like to start with that going like, yeah. I could see how someone could get down that road mm-hmm. and it could get a little out. It could get a little bit away from them where they're like, oh, I've been struggling with the fact that I bring up. I'm a parent really fast. People are like a little on edge and then they leave. But if I can get them to like see who I am as a person, maybe they can see that, that, you know, we can find whatever, you know, so I could understand that. Okay. That's, so that's one angle. The second angle is obviously your friend who's felt bamboozled a little bit. And like, I, from the vibe I'm getting, they probably were talking for a minute to the point where like, it was starting to feel like it's developing into something, yeah. then drops the, oh my gosh, I have a kid. She's very much not ready for that. You know, that's on that person. They, I'm in my, I'm in the opinion of like, if you're getting to down the road where like there's emotions and connections and you're keeping this massive thing from someone, yeah. the person who's it being kept from has every right to be to feel however they want to feel about of it. Course. First of all, um, to your point, to kind of echo your point, I would say 
if you're not going to stick around, there's no reason to make it a thing. Just say, hey, you know what? Appreciate the time we spent together. Um, I would Just so you know, I would have really appreciated to know this earlier on so mm-hmm. I could prepare my mind and understand. Um, but it's just not something I'm looking looking for right now. Don't think it's, it's, all, it's in my scope. Uh, I wish you the best. Call it a day. Don't spend time. Like, I personally wouldn't think it's a good idea right now to, like, give them a piece of your mind and go in unless you want to, like, maybe fight through it and get through it and stay together. But if you're not going to, just, like, do your best to rip the Band-Aid off, move on. Don't waste too much emotional energy on, like, the the intricacies of all of it. You know what right. I mean? Right. Uh, 100%. And, and, Bailey, it sounds like your friend um, is, like, this is something that I'm I'm not okay yeah. with so i will not be continuing forward in a potential relationship with this person um obviously if we're wrong about that and your friend is like you know this is actually something that was not something that i i wanted but i really yeah. am interested in this guy so i want to kind of talk through it then of course there needs to be a, that conversation about hey i feel bamboozled in this situation i feel like you weren't being upfront with me I don't feel comfortable with that. Like, let's talk about this. But again, it seemed like it's not something that your friend wants moving forward. So I agree with you. I think probably the best move is just to send the message of, hey, you know, this is not what I was looking for um, and move on and not expend that emotional energy Mm. on having to go back and forth with someone who's probably going to get defensive and, you know, who knows. So, yeah. Um, but sending yeah. you love daughter Bailey and yeah. your friend and yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's a complex situation. It's tough. And I'm sorry that your friend is feeling frustrated and in and, and that, but, but it's also like the person with the child needs to understand that this is, and if they, I'm sure they would, but like needs to understand this is a massive thing and that of someone course. who doesn't have a child, like it's a massive undertaking and of a huge course. different thing. So if you're not on the right, if you're not on the same page, like it, all parties would have to understand that. You of know? course, of course. Well, we love you all. We love you all so much. Tune in on yes. Friday mm-hmm. for the final Vanderpump God. reunion recap. When Raquel comes into the room. Oh my God, I'm sweating just thinking about awesome. it. All right, family. Love we you love guys. you. Bye. Bye.